Welcome to FNB Business Talk. My name is Lynette Nduli and I look forward to spending time with you to help us all navigate into the new normal. Let's kick off today's podcast and welcome the CEO of SM Tax, Mr. Bukule Sibata. I know that the tax man has quite a number of interventions and product lines available to assist SMEs. There are specific rebates and exemptions. And where do I find that information and how do I start this particular journey? It's actually quite funny in the sense that, you know, this tax man has been presented as this big bad person that's out to get your money. But when you actually know about know more about tax, you actually find that there's so many tax incentives for small businesses that the majority of them don't need to even worry because they're not at the threshold where they would need to pay tax. <laughs> so, <laughs> I mean, we met one client, the guy, like, he was making he has probably about 10,000, 20,000 profits a year, and he's been running away from SARS. And he had penalties and penalties for non-compliance. So when we asked, why haven't you been filing? Why have you been, I'm scared to pay tax. I don't want to pay tax. So we said, no, actually, you don't have to pay tax because you're below the threshold, which is, in, in his case was 75,000 rand at the time, uh, which is profit. So most SMEs don't make that kind of extra cash where they have 75,000 rand just sitting there in their bank account as profit. Uh, most of them actually live on a month-to-month basis. So some of them are actually loss-making in some instances. So it's not a, a situation where you have to sort of run away from SARS. You might just be running away from, from nothing and creating anxiety around absolutely nothing because there's so many tax uh, sort of uh, incentives out there like turnover tax, uh, small business corporation incentives, and a whole lot more. Because for us as, as tax professionals, it comes easy. We were taught. We had to go. We, we know about it, right? So we, that's why we don't normally panic. Um, and we, we are able to give, you know, that sense of confidence to our clients that don't worry, everything's going to be okay because we know. Where do SMEs find um, this information in the most condensed format? Because we know the tech that SARS has the rule book. It is so, so complicated to go through the act and to go through the actual rule book, especially if you've had no exposure to the dynamics of that particular environment. Where can I quickly go and get just condensed sources of data that will take me through whether I fit in a threshold or not, or what I should be paying, what are my obligations, when, how, what? I guess here there's no easy answer because ultimately you need to do the reading um, because tax is conde- it's, it's, it's wide and it, it tries to encompass different sets of businesses. So I don't think that you're going to find a, a place where you can spend five minutes and then know everything that you need to know about tax. SARS itself in the website has a nice guide. Um, so if you Google a small business corporation SARS guide, you should be able to get a nice PDF, but it's about 50 pages. It does then give you some sort of a, a viewpoint and understanding of the, the criteria that you need to meet. Sometimes it's written in, in jargon, but if you read through the jargon, sometimes you, you, you are able to, to understand. Um, we also do podcasts around you know, explaining these different principles around tax things, but there's so many to, to, to go through. You need to almost take the, the time and say, I'm going to sacrifice an hour of my time and I'm just going to go as much as I can. And the SARS website is actually the, the best source of this data because the guides are, are, are written as guidance notes and they're meant to be written for the normal person. They're not written for tax experts. So you should be able to you know, pick up and, and, and follow some of these things. Cause, and they have nice examples within them of how certain sections apply to 
different businesses. What will be the major points around our tax um, representations and filing that as small businesses we are going to have to pay particular attention to as we move through the rest of the 2020 year and even into the beginning of 2021. What is it that we need to now focus on over and above just general compliance, um, making sure that we filed on time and ensuring that record keeping continues during this period? What must we look out for, for better and for worse? I think I'll be assuming too much as well, uh, looking at in the future. But I'm expecting next year, when, when, the, when the, the Minister of Finance does his budget speech, that there might be new tax reforms that make for the a tightening of the belt, I guess, around tax, in the sense that we might find that there might be an increase in that, maybe, or there might be increase in, in the company tax rate for income tax, specifically. I, I don't know. Um, I think I'd, I'd be speculating uh, too much, and uh, but I, I, in, in the back of my mind, I'm already thinking of raising all this money for for the support mechanism. At some point in time, we need to raise it as the government, and the only way the government raises cash is one of the, ma- the major ways is, is through tax. So I'm expecting them to increase the tax rates next year. I guess also what SMEs need to look out for. I guess it's, I think tax can be such a difficult subject. I mean, it, and, and sometimes it is. But for SMEs, I think if you can just worry about the compliance and not try and, and almost say to yourself, well, I'm not a tax expert, so I'm not going to get it 100% right, but I'll get it 90% or 95% done or, or correct, and that's okay with me, is just worry about making sure that you're filing your income tax return every year and worry about filing your provisional tax returns every year. And all of that just says get your financial statements in order, and once you've done that, it's quite easy to transition and do your taxes because the way they've asked the questions on e-filing, that they're asking it in a nice step-by-step process and format, which makes it a bit easier to for you to understand and, 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 and answer. When do you start those negotiations, those requests and applying for what is available to you within the remit of the Tax Act? When do you start? Do you start now or do you start... In three months from now, after this transitionary period has moved to another level. So the best time to start is actually now. And, um, you know, so the cash flow forecast, which is the, one of the other statements or sort of jargon, what that is, it's, it, it looks at the story of the business going forward. So right now, you can actually see when you will run out of cash if things stay the same. So you can auto- automatically see and say, well, I'm expecting to run out of cash in month five. And therefore, I won't be able to pay my tax. You can then write to SARS right now and say that in month five, I'm expecting to not be able to pay you the tax. Therefore, I would like to remit those penalties. And then obviously, what you will still need to do in month five, if you then do default, you can then write the penalty remittance letter and then reference the letter that you've written to them already. And that that will give them leniency towards your case. So it's about planning right now, but maybe the action... You don't have to do it now, but you can you can wait. You still have time, um, because ultimately the the rise to to requesting the payment arrangement would happen when you need it. But it's it's it's, it's much better to to even prepare those letters right now so they are ready. That offers um, a lot of SMEs comfort. But information is indeed power because um, if you don't know, you wait until that very last moment 
to begin to make these representations. And often at that stage, it's, it's too late for both you and the tax man um, to help you out of a situation in a crisis that you, you, you could see, but perhaps were not as proactive in responding to on time. Uh, what would you be your parting shots, the main thing about the main things that you would like um, our audience to focus on as we navigate through the rest of 2020. What I normally say to some of my clients is you need to be spending 15 minutes a day. That's an equivalent of a short series, just going through your financials. The most important one would be your bank balance. So having a really good look at that bank transaction and bank statement on a daily basis, look at what's coming in and what's coming out so that you can spot out non-essential expenditure quite early instead of looking at it from a periodic perspective. So that's the first one, having a really good view of your bank statements and your cash balance. The second one is to start doing some scenario planning. Plan out the different scenarios. What happens if your revenue drops by 30%? What happens if it drops by 50%? What happens if there's no revenue? What do you do? Uh, when do you run out of cash? So that you can start planning ahead and, and stop being reactive to, 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 to this pandemic. The third one is to understand that actually... SARS, you can't talk to SARS, so they're not the bad master that everyone makes them out to be. So you can apply for payment arrangements. You can talk to them and ask them to waiver some of the penalties that you've, that you've incurred. Because ultimately, a tax clearance certificate right now is the gateway to funding. So you need to make sure that these things are all in place so that you can get and be ready for funding. Because ultimately, small businesses die, for, for lack of a better word, when they run out of cash. So you need to be protecting your cash flow and matching your obligations that are current with current cash flow and matching your future obligations with future cash flow. So it makes no sense right now to invest in capital expenditure that will only yield fruits in 12 months time. So you need to really look at it and say, what can I do to survive this next six months? Um, so those would be my sort of three points I would look at with the cash balance managing your, your scenarios and, and, and future planning your business. And then lastly, understanding that from a SaaS perspective, that there is leeway and there are different mechanisms that you can, that you can pull on to, to help you survive this, this period. Thank you for joining us on FNB Business Talks. If you're enjoying our interviews, please subscribe to our channel. FNB is a division of First Rand Bank Limited, an authorized financial services and credit provider. C's and C's apply.